It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I bring you Aaron Cheddar Talk. Flottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Um, Mother Nature's been weird the last couple days Super here. Super weird. I mean, I, we had almost an inch of ice on Thursday, and I hear that you guys just got buried by a whole bunch of ice and still up there. Uh, it's... Not like, as bad like, as it like greasy, sounded like. Like a little bit of snow, a little bit of ice, a little bit of rain, just you know, enough that it's really hard to get around anywhere. It's been actually kind of fine today. I, I mean, like I was, the schools were canceled here because of, you know, it started raining at like 5 a.m. And, you know, it was in the high 20s. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it warmed up and it's just been kind of rain and kind of slop. Yeah. You know, a little bit of drizzle going on it wasn't actually so terrible but there are spots that are bad so we we had wednesday and thursday canceled last week we did too. and there's legitimately like all the snow that was there from before that i could walk across it because there's almost an inch thick of ice it was ridiculous <laughs> in the meantime my parents up north uh north of the, north of the highway 29 barriers we like to call it the, yep. the real north and my parents <laughs> the north of highway eight north just like uh uh, you're, you're no, no, that's right. Sugar right. Camp would be South Eight, wouldn't they? No, uh, they're North Eight. Eight goes right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they they ended up with two feet of snow, which Jeez. just got rained on and frozen on today. Anyways, so yeah. But anyways, that's what's going on here in Wisconsin. What's going on with sports, John? Hi, what's happening? We've had plenty of stuff. Uh, it's not as I mean, you know, the I don't know. Aaron Rodgers came out and saw a shadow, I guess, or something, and I don't know, nor do I care, and I. <laughs> I just don't want to spend any time talking about Aaron Rodgers being in a dark room and trying to think about you know his life because he'll tell us when he's ready. And until then, I don't care. Uh, I, I, when we I, have I, real I, news, give me real well, news. And not only that, it's it's a sad state of affairs. He came out after two days. I've been sick with a flu before and slept for two days in a dark room. <laughs> I like, like the somebody on, showed somebody who did basically that thing. He he did the whole. They put it on Twitter. I don't remember who put it up there it was just some guy stepping out of this wooden shed thing he's got built for himself where he's basically been like sitting and lying down in this tiny little thing and he opens the door everyone comes out and he's just like the colors you're just like oh jeez okay no, shut up you're just so and, you used know to color again that's good all right and hey open up open up the door a little bit on uh personal life so i i've i've had multiple concussions in my life double digits and so I have some problems with tinnitus and my brain acting up and I'll probably be a drooling vegetable by the time I'm 60. But uh, so, no, so like uh, light deprivation, sound deprivation is good yep. for someone like me. Like, and I've looked more into it, uh, into some of those uh, sound and light deprivation chambers where you just hang out in the water and stuff like that. The 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 claustrophobia is way too much for me but like it's a real thing but i mean yeah. like only aaron Rodgers would make a big deal about it before he went into it instead of doing it and then coming out and telling people about it <laughs> right yeah and, and then and then just to do it for two days come on <laughs> 
Either way, it's just a thing, and it's. I mean, who cares? You're you're twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. Green Bay Packers starting quarterback Aaron Rodgers. All right. Uh, well, I should remind you before we get kicked off here that you can follow the show itself on Twitter, and you can follow the rest of us on Twitter. The show is at Scotty Johnny Pod, and I my Twitter handle is at Not So Humble Host. Aaron, we let the uh, the the fine people of the podcast realm know how to find you. The denizens of Podbean, yes. yes. Uh, you can find me at uh, Cheddar Talk at Cheddar Talk. Uh, pretty low key this week. Yeah, you haven't given haven't given your son a lot to like, but <laughs> yeah. If you want somebody to like every tweet you have, um, go out there and find Josh Barnett and have him follow you. Uh, he just he, likes everything. He's he's like the friend that laughs at all your jokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's kick everything off this week with a segment of our show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, so for main event, we're going to go Bucks again because that's the story, and they're up to 14 now. Uh, it's, I mean, beating the, the Heat coming out of the break, you got to beat the Heat and then beat the Suns. I'm sorry, that was – Aaron knows exactly what that is. That is every drill sergeant um, in every basic training unit you've ever been to, which is they, they force you to drink an entire canteen at a time and then refill it and, like, hold it over your head, and you're always like – you're like – Hey, Echo Company, beat the heat. And you're like, beat the heat, drill sergeant, beat the heat, and drink all your water. But the Bucks, the Bucks beat the heat in a far more fun way than drinking a canteen of water. Yeah, beat, beat them badly. The only giant thing from this is Giannis uh, hurts his quad. It's a bruise on his quad and then doesn't play against the Suns. He plays uh, six minutes in this game, and it didn't matter. Uh, they just took it to the heat in this one. And then uh, get another, just like right beforehand with the, with the Celtics and everything, we, we get another big game from Drew Holiday coming in and just putting up giant points against the Suns to help carry him through. Mm-hmm. And as Aaron likes to tell us, uh, this is one of those days where where Brooke Lopez goes white shack. He gets 22 points. Uh, he had uh, 13 total rebounds, 11 defensive, 2 offensive. He also had 4 blocks. Like... The entire Suns team had five, and uh, Brooke had four. So that's no his 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 blocks this year are out of control. Like it's I don't crazy. have. Sorry, you just brought it up. I don't have it right in front of me because I'm looking at other things about the game. But like, yeah, he's gonna he might be defensive player of the year. Like he's really working on it right now, and it's his his blocks are timely, his rebounding is very timely, and he's yeah. you know. So, and so this year, yeah, as, right. As we talked, year. as we talked about last week, after Kevin Durant got traded, like he's still the all-time Nets uh, scoring leader and <laughs> will be for the foreseeable future. Uh, Two point four blocks a game. Yeah, that's an insane number to be putting up mm-hmm. on uh, for blocks. It's just the yeah, uh, but yeah, no, he he took over. Uh, Drew Holiday takes over, gets everything going, uh, puts up thirty three in that one. Uh, this is one where the Suns hung around. I mean, this is both teams without without the massive star power um, because we already were told beforehand that this was going to be one Katie's not going to be playing uh, after the trade. And then with, you know, Giannis with the injury, he takes the day here to, to rest up and try to get better. Uh, Middleton right. still getting his exactly 25 minutes off the bench every week. Uh, but also uh, Jay Crowder doing his uh, teams. I used to play for tour against uh, Miami 
and uh, the Suns. So yeah, uh, that's he. He looks he looks good. He he looks uh, pumped. I love his soundbite so far. He said things like uh, he loves the locker room in Milwaukee where everyone's on the same page, where everybody's honest during film study. Everybody you know goes through film study and takes it seriously because everybody's got one goal in mind, and it's a big change from the places he's been. Which is, by the way, mm. the team they just beat, uh, right? So, and the team they beat for a championship two years ago. So, right. Uh, no, I like and, that. And it's it's a big win too because even with an aging CP3, Devin Booker's still legit. Uh, Anton's uh, Anton Anton is yeah, still yeah. legit. Um, they traded away Cam Johnson during the KD trade. Cam Johnson, right? I'm forgetting exactly, but yeah, no, exactly. I always had the, I always had the Bucks number. We, we, we mixed it play. last week. We had, we had to correct the halfway through, but yeah, no, right. Exactly. We'll do it again this week. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, no, it was, it was a good play. And, um, even Jalen Rose, who's, uh, you know, he, he's definitely has respect for the Bucks, but likes, doesn't like to just like anybody in, in the major media, basically like just wants to find a reason why the Bucks aren't good. Like the Bucks are rolling deep, man. Like minus yeah. Thanasis, like this team is super <laughs> deep. And you know, I don't know if anybody else noticed, but Miles Leonard is now playing for the Bucks too. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I'm I'm one for holding people accountable for things they did in the past. <laughs> yeah. What what he did was so negligible on the on the scale of like what athletes have done bad. Like he, it's he's not. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, obviously, what happened is if, if if people haven't heard this somehow, like he'd said some stuff on a he was on a video he's game live Twitch. stream. He was on yeah. Twitch and he said something. While he was playing video games, anti-Semitic. I can't repl- I, I can't say it. But, We're not but at the same it, time, so yeah. it's at the same time, it's like in the grand scheme of things, like no, it's not good. I'm not going to sit here and like apologize for him or say that what he did was right. That's not it. But on the grand scheme of things, like he didn't hurt anybody physically he didn't do any you know he didn't defraud anybody he didn't take anybody's <laughs> money he made a gaffe in judgment and you know and there's it, yeah we'll just leave it at that yeah Anyhow, and i don't know but, how much of that was and i didn't hear oh i mean like i didn't go and listen to what that was said and I, I know it's bad i mean that is bad you can't do that i guess the only thing you can say is i don't uh, am I in no exactly all anything know, else all he I know says? Is, all I know is that other NBA players have said worse on the court. Yeah, when so, he the problem is he says that when he knows people are listening, uh, and that's well, that's it was a bad, recordable. That's the problem. But yeah. anyhow, so let's leave all that aside. So anyhow, not that you should say that quietly to yourself either, just so we're all clear. So, yeah, and, no, and neither error nor I would ever say there's that. Lots of pe- there's lots of people say that quietly to themselves too, and they're the actual evil ones. Yeah. But anyhow, they know um, how bad it is. Anyway, so that all aside, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, Miles Garrett's on this team now, who is kind of a Brooke Lopez Jr. Even played for the Trailblazers. <laughs> um, wait, did Brooke ever play for the Trailblazers? Was that just Robin? I think it's just Robin. I think that's Brooke, right. Just Brooke's Robin played that. for the Trailblazers. Anyways, so Miles Leonard, um, kind of the same. Like that's that's some depth down underneath that's someone who can give brooke lopez actual time off like so giannis doesn't have to go down and cover underneath so brooke doesn't have to go down and play underneath like so now brooke and giannis are interchangeable 
Um, mm-hmm. Brooks got a, a legit backup. You know, Chris and Grayson Allen, uh, Drew and Javon Carter. Like they lit, they literally have like the best backups you can have at each position. And yeah. so, like, and and then of course you roll out Joe Ingles too, and that dude can play four positions. Yeah, and he looks he looks good. He He's definitely some... did his his recovery right, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you roll out you roll out Javon Carter, um, Joe Ingles, uh, Bobby Portis, Leonard, and whoever else. I mean, that's a that's not yeah. a that's not a starting lineup. You could some of the lower teams of the league that is their starting lineup, right? And getting Bobby back is big too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and but I mean, that's that's your second line. And like we talked about during the pregame, like if you want to make a if you want to make a correlation to hockey, I like, do always, always. <laughs> so, what makes a team devastating in hockey is if their third line is as good as your second line, mm-hmm. because your third line can't keep up with them. What's even more devastating is if you actually have any kind of talent down on your fourth line, like that dude's <laughs> gonna. If you get a sniper on the fourth line, that just because you're so deep with shooters or you can rotate someone down to the fourth line. Like those are goals you can't account for. Um, it's the same way. Like whenever, when other teams can't afford to rest players against the bucks, we saw that two years ago when they just, when they, when they took the nets who were probably a more talented team to the edge, Katie was playing 40 plus minutes a game mm-hmm. because they had to keep them out there. It's the same thing with the bucks and Jalen Rose, who's been critical of the bucks, Giannis and everything else even said like he's like during halftime of the, of the game yesterday he's like this team is so deep he's it's ridiculous how deep this team is and you can't every shot is contested yeah you, you can't you have you have to work your butt off to beat the Bucks and you know and even in a game when Giannis didn't play yesterday also we also have to caveat that KD didn't play yesterday either. yeah but like they made the the Suns work for every point, and they still came back in the end. Because eventually, just you know, when you're outgunned in a match, whether and, and I'll, I'll I'll make this like wrestling or boxing, you know, All like right. if you're if you're underwhelmed but you got better moves, you you can you can go out there and you can be fast and fast and fast. And eventually, if that dude's just bigger and stronger than you, and you don't land something, like eventually you're just it, it, and you're not as in good a shape like eventually you're just gonna get worn down you just can't keep up anymore like yeah because you can't keep punching non-stop and they it, they keep rolling out reinforcements like the the bucks just keep rolling them out rolling them out rolling them out and as, enough that they ha- can still keep the nasses on the roster because they're so thick yeah. like like there's every every one of the players on the bucks right now could be a starter on somebody else's team I would yeah. argue that, especially since you got Middleton coming off the bench, and Crowder, especially since you got the Detroit Pistons, you know. And Green, team. Green is a is a third tier guard on this team. Is a guy who can score. Now, Beauchamp didn't play in the, against the Suns either, but both those guys can get in there and score if need be, and take a lot of minutes if they want to. But yeah, I mean, in this game. Giannis doesn't play, and they still have three guys on the bench getting 25-plus minutes, uh, and then Connington taking another 13 and five for Leonard. So, I mean, like, that's that's a good way of getting 
your guys ready and that load management that we do talk about because it's a thing that exists in this league uh, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, 14 straight is, is pretty impressive. This Suns win is a good one. They're going to have the Nets next, which is much less terrifying, especially now that they traded away everything they had to try to hope that next year will be better. Um, <laughs> yeah, here's here's the where we're bearing the lead. I think the bigger story at this point, I mean, 14 wins is, is, is the biggest story, I guess. But beyond that, the next story is uh, the Haslam's. Are buying in to the Bucks. It looks like, yeah. Uh, so what could go wrong with the guy who's you know held on to the Cleveland Browns I mean, this long? What, what are we do? What are we doing? Like, <laughs> what, what, what's going on? Like, dude's owner. Dude's owner. Owner poison. Like, he made his money. From what I, I remember, uh, the Flying J. Uh, yeah. those those uh truck stop and you know gas yeah. station places. So he made his own money there, and buys the Browns and now is buying into the group. He didn't buy the Bucks entirely. He's bought into the group. I, I guess he owns about twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah, that's so. that's a significant amount. That's a um, so <laughs> that is a quarter. I mean, I mean, if it means Aaron Rodgers coming back to play one more year for sixty million dollars, so he can buy back part of the team to be more. I guess I'd take that. What they're saying, though, um, is that based on the price value of what he paid to get a quarter share, the Bucks are now evaluated. You know, their, their valuation is $3.5 billion. Mm-hmm. That's which, crazy. Which is close. I, I think the Suns got bought out earlier this year for like four point something, like four point lows, like 4.2 or something like that. Again, I don't have the facts in front of me because why? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was four, four, low, four point lows. And uh, yeah, the, the Bucks being right there, and the Bucks are in Milwaukee, and the Suns are in Phoenix, and they're like the only show in town. Yeah. So those are actually the two highest valuations in the NBA right now, because right. the yeah the Suns at four. That's crazy. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and well, well, see the teams that should be valued the most, the Knickerbockers, and the Nets. The only thing about the Knicks at this they, point they, that's interesting is the the stadium. You want you want Madison Square Garden, but that's mm-hmm. I mean that's the only thing that's interesting about that team. They're not good. Yeah. No, they're not good. They haven't been good in thirty years. Yeah, I mean they, they made the playoffs. They haven't been good since they haven't been good since the Michael Jordan Bulls. And not really Nets, good. They've been they've had the, some the like Nets. little teams that at least made a playoff. But yeah, no, these are well, these yeah, are but terrible. I mean like not as not a serious title contender. No. No, not not, at not all. since uh, Ewing and um, oh god, who is that guard? I loved his, I loved him. Starks, um, Starks, yeah. God, he was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. He can yes, shoot. Uh, like since since they since those guys, they haven't been legit mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. The Nets have never been legit. That the only time they were legit really. was when they lost to the Bucks in the conference semifinals. Right. Yeah, that's about it. And they didn't get out of the conference semifinals. You know. So <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah, I mean it's, I mean the Lakers should be worth more, but man, they've been bleeding value lately. The harder thing yeah. is the valuation comes in when somebody buys in, so it's harder to right. get a valuation if nobody is attempting to buy the team. Right. So That's I mean true. the Lakers would probably go up if anybody were trying to buy this, or if anybody were looking to sell the Lakers, which they're not. So the the biggest problem I have with the Haslam's buying in, especially Jimmy Haslam, is that how much money that they threw into Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That shows me that. If you're the person that is, and not only that, but 
many reports that he likes to be in the front office and trying to make decisions. And if anybody wants to make any comparison to Aaron saying that and and also the you know with Miles and all that, it's like look, one of them said something horrible and the other one actually did horrible things to several people. Um mm-hmm. I mean not convicted, but uh, somebody who works with that that conviction's hard. The, the smoke the smoke fire, um yeah. That exactly. conviction's a hard yeah, as conviction. Being a, as being a district attorney, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. finding jurors who don't already always hate the, the you know women who report or always start off not believing women. It's a hard, it's a hard conviction sometimes. So, but I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, and that's the thing too, is that with, um, with what we, what the bucks had was Horst was just allowed to run the team. Now you wonder if he, if Haslam's going to come in and especially now they're saying that because of the way this works for the next year, he's going to be the owner and the governor of <laughs> the owners because he'll, he'll be able to make decisions and will he fire Horst? Well, is he going to just decide that he's going to do his thing? Because that's what he did in Cleveland. Like Cleveland had a pretty good thing going and now they're tanked and now they're 250 million guaranteed into Deshaun Watson. The thing is, I think they're who's going to suck and just going to walk away with a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, we'll see. Could have just given it to me. I would have done better with it. So, (laughs) Or more likable, at least, right? Cleveland could get well, behind no, Aaron Flotham. Good things with it. He's yeah. not going to do good things with it. <laughs> he's going to hire. He's going to hire high-priced lawyers to cover up all of his problems. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Oh, scary times, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, like we said, things are rolling great with the Bucks. the The ownership thing is interesting and maybe scary. We don't know yet, but we'll like why we'll keep following out of anybody. <laughs> It's it is weird. It's Why? a weird spot. Um, but you know what? If you want to see something that is a, a super weird thing with people at the top and maybe a little change in leadership, look at the the Badgers. And we'll say it again: McIntosh didn't hire guard, and he owes guard nothing. He doesn't think right. about guard other than like, is this the guy who's going to be good for me? I don't owe him anything. And they lost to Michigan. Uh, in a game where Michigan came out and did Michigan things like stomping on a freshman's groin, uh, mm-hmm. when you're a seven oh, foot oh, the, tall oh, the guy who senior. ended up scoring the three at the end to yeah to, to, to get to overtime, overtime. yeah, um, just not a good game overall. The, the Badgers really had their chances. That's like with a second left there, with two seconds left, they're up by three. All you gotta do is not get there, and mm. it's just. Yeah, I think some of the conversation afterwards was whether or not they would think of fouling on the inbound to prevent that kind of shot, but they uh, they just didn't. They didn't think to to go oh, do no, that. Or at no, least it wasn't the plan. You, yeah, you go ahead. Greg Gard said. I heard that part. He said that it wasn't the plan in the two. It was a plan earlier, but with the the inbound, they they weren't planning to because they thought it would just be a a catch and shoot, and they didn't think they'd get to. But yeah. Oh, okay. That's well, what I had heard, heard at least. I heard the bit of, I heard the bit about Greg Gard saying, "Well, we we wanted to foul, but we couldn't." Yeah, I think he's. I'm like, that's that's the end. <laughs> that's 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 your death knell right there. Jeez. Like, you can't foul. No, if you ask someone to make a free throw, that's not that hard. Ask someone to make a a, a, a jump shot, a little bit harder. Fade away jump shot, a little bit harder. Fade away th- or three pointer, you know, it just progressively further away. Follow somebody. That's the easiest thing you can do in basketball. Yeah. 
Yeah, you I put can me do out, that. You put me out on the field I'll, or put me out on the court. I can follow somebody. Yeah. So one of the other things is Chucky Hepburn left. There's some confusion as to exactly if he was hurt or if he's mad about something or what happened. But, uh, the, the, yeah, there were some reports on Twitter. Some people talk about, like, that he left and was yelling, but not about being injured, but about not being told he could go back in. We don't have an update on that yet. If there's more by Tuesday, then there'll be more by Tuesday. But at this point, we don't have it. Uh, he played 20 minutes, got four points. This is one of the rare games, actually, where because coming into this game, I believe the the Badgers were five and one when Connor Seijin is the leading scorer. Uh, he puts up 24 here, uh, shoots 10 of 21 from the the field and one of eight from three, which is not good, obviously. Uh, but still uh, makes his three free throws and goes gets 24 points. Uh, next up, though, is Klesmet, who had a very nice game. And then McGee came in, the the transfer from uh, UWGB, and it, it ran the offense. Yeah, McGee no from GB. Yeah, McGee from GB. I'll be dang. He played well, and he ran the offense. You know, like that's what you're looking for guys to do. Kamari uh, McGee came in and just did what this is supposed to do. If they just could close, you know, just just close out a game, but they they just now they're going to go play Purdue, and that's just like the worst. They're going to get smoked by no, Purdue. They, no, they'll they'll beat Purdue. You know they will. Well, you know who's going to want him to beat Purdue is Marquette, because Marquette's right. now up to sixth, right? right? So they're ranked sixth, and uh, is looking at the you know all the overall oh, rankings you mean the right pre- now. Preseason ranked number nine, Marquette. Or no, n- no, number nine, number nine in their conference. Right. Sorry, number nine in the Big East. Yeah, Marquette. so Marquette moves up to six. So they're right oh, behind hey, before we move on number to Marquette, five, Purdue. I, I got one for you, John. Oh, yeah, yeah, come on, bring it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not Chucky Hepburn. It's Clinky Hepbrick. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We're still working on it. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> we're we're going to workshop that one, but that's all I got. All right. So, yeah, what Marquette's got in front of them, though, and this is the part that's hard. Like, they're at six, so they're looking at possibly a two seed. But Purdue's ahead of them. UCLA is ahead of them. Purdue beat Marquette earlier this year, too, remember. Uh, Mm -hmm. Kansas is ahead of them. Alabama's ahead of them. And then number one, Houston, who's 27-2. and Okay. What a a train wreck Alabama is, by the way. Well, and anyhow. Yeah, but you look at all that, and you realize that those are five different conferences. (laughs) So right. Um, right, right, right. So that's the biggest part of that is every one of those five could win their conference, and was Marquette going to do? But talk about their strength of schedule, and that the Big East does look very good. Has four ranked teams right now. Yes. Uh, but still, yeah, you've got these teams in front of you. You've got to find a way to pass them. If Wisconsin could beat Purdue in some way, uh, which I don't know how they do that, Crowell is going to have to have the game of his life because Edie is great. That dude is a seven footer who can move. Um, he, he, he just he is fun to watch if you're not rooting against his team because if you're just sitting there watching Purdue, which you should do because that that team is fantastic right now. But uh, he is one heck well, of a been, big man. They, they haven't been exactly great as of late, but they keep they've stumbled down the stretch because they were number one for a good chunk of this season. Yeah, but uh, they're still that team is still fun to watch. They got a lot that they can do. They're well coached. Painter's a great coach, uh, but yeah, you know, you've got a bunch of, you know, the blue bloods: UCLA, Kansas, Purdue, Alabama. I don't know why that. Right. No, they've been Alabama's been on a, a growing trend the last 
three or four years now, and this is the culmination of being able to put together a team and hold some of these guys in. And they've been doing well, and uh, you know Marquette looks to make that kind of growth here too. But I mean, what they did this week was beat you know beat DePaul, which you got to beat DePaul. DePaul has one big guy. They have a six and eleven center, but mm-hmm. you know their other forwards are six six. Uh, so, I mean, and the Achilles heel for Marquette is serious big men like playing Edie. Uh, so this this was one they were going to win. This was one they were going to walk away with. They just have to finish up this season now. Uh, the interesting well, turn – go ahead. I was going to say, and I'll, I'll give you one reason why Wisconsin is going to beat Purdue, and that's just Woo. because it'll make it that much harder to fire Greg Gard. Yeah. I that's all. Like every every time it's like, well, he's dead man walking. Oh, now he did that. And then they'll, then they'll win the Big Ten championship and lose in the first round. And That'll be the only way he gets to keep his job at this point, I think, is right. But well, he, that's what'll happen. <laughs> I mean, I know. Well, which is good for which is good for Marquette, I guess. <laughs> um, earlier this year, I mean, especially coming off of last year too, we had for Marquette that is Igudara and Prosper uh, doing a, a fair chunk of the scoring. But recently, the guard play for Marquette, which which leads very well into the tournament. Uh, Kolek has really taken on more of a scoring role, uh, which, again, is not his strong suit, but he can do it. Uh, he led the team. He tied uh, Cam Jones with 22 points uh, in this game. High-scoring game, going 90-84 to 84 here. But, uh, I mean, Kolek getting that in, even in a time where, where Mitchell's not really getting a lot going and they didn't get a lot from Joplin off the bench, you're seeing Cam Jones and Kolek being able to score. And when they don't score, you can still find Joplin off the bench coming in and doing stuff. So, they have enough good scorers, uh, even going two or three deep off the bench to get it done. So that'll be interesting. They have now guaranteed themselves a share of the Big East regular season title. If they can beat uh, Butler, who is uh, has a losing record, all right, they're the third worst team in the Big East. If they can beat Butler this week, they'll have clinched it. Or if they win the other game, I guess either too. So, um. Yeah, they just got to finish up strong and end and up the season. I, I mean, I think they win them both because it's uh, St. John's and Butler, and those are two teams they really should beat up. Should have seen before. Uh, previously, they beat Butler sixty to fifty-two, and try to see where they play. St. John's they beat them ninety-six to eighty-five, and that was at St. John's and uh, Butler at home. So this uh, they'll have to go down to Indiana and play Butler, and then St. John's back at Fiserv to end the year, and then. Off to Madison Square Garden. And, yeah, I really do think that Marquette's got got a great chance of being a two-seed. I, I think one seed is going to be hard with what's left in front of them and the teams that are in front of them. But Kansas sometimes well, 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 finds a way Alabama to fall apart. eliminated because of uh, legal things. So <laughs> That would be interesting. That'd be, that'd be, that would be very interesting. That would be moving way faster than the NCAA ever seems to move on anything, though. So I, I'm not going to hold my breath. Right. Yeah. Then uh, uh, what was his name? Micah Potter coming oh, to the yeah. Badgers. Yeah. That, that might be the that might be the slowest thing they ever moved on. But uh, <laughs> now now the transfer portal. Yeah. So anyways. Right. But yeah. No, it's uh, I, I mean, it, it is going to be hard, especially since being that. Um, yeah, they're going to be they're probably going to be a two seed. And it's, I mean, there's not a whole lot they can even do about it because the schedule doesn't allow for it. So, yeah, like you said. yeah, I think that's just kind of where they land. 
depends. Things can happen in tournament time. If, if mm-hmm. Kansas goes up and let's say K-State comes and knocks them off again and they don't win the Big 12, well, I mean, there, there's some openings still, then. Yeah, it's still going to be hard, though. Like, Yeah. That, those. But, uh, I mean, one thing we can say about uh, Marquette is that they now have two alumni playing for the Bucks in Milwaukee again now. It is true. That's I guess I'd forgotten about that. That's a good point too. Wes and Crowder are both playing for the yep. Bucks now too. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, it's like, that's good. Bring them all home. Hey, it's a good place to be a, a, a Tutukumbo or a, uh, a Marquette. Um, Bring Jimmy alumni. Butler back. Let's go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> no, they can keep Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Just go all the way. <laughs> it was it was kind of weird watching Hauser. Um, what team was he? He's with uh, the, the Celtics. The Celtics, uh, just before the break, it's like he had that tie. He had the game tying three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the one that sent it to overtime. That's right. It's like Stevens points own. Why do you hate Wisconsin? Yeah, seriously, don't come back. No, don't don't ever come back. Go play in Europe. It's hurtful because he's from Point. Yeah, yeah. He played it Spash. Both the Housers played it Spash. Eat it. Eat it. No, so, but right. no, it's no, it's fun. No, and and actually, it's really good. It, and this has been good talk too. And it's like, um, and we're we're gonna have to find a friend of the show, Pete, before we get to the uh, turn. Uh, let's let's probably go like post tournament time because okay. I know he's busy. But uh, like, <laughs> I mean, Mark, he 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 texted me after he was listening to our the last time he was on the podcast. He's like, I can't believe how much uh, Milwaukee basketball I know, and I'm like. Yeah, good because we, <laughs> we we don't, you know. So and that's why we ask you to come on, man. Yeah, like, he's a good good help. Oh, he's 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 got a good mind, and he pays attention. I mean, he was in that too. That's the other thing too. Like you said, you're from Point. I'm from Northwest Wisconsin. Like he he was born into it. He he was around it. He has real true interest in it, and that's mm-hmm. why we love his takes when he comes on here. Absolutely. All right. So Milwaukee, though, UW Milwaukee is used to be known just the Milwaukee Panthers. Uh, they've they've kind of we'll say stopped the bleeding, at least. Uh, so they lost to Youngstown State. We talked about last week. That was a super bad loss. They went into Youngstown and lost 87, 58. And then Robert Morris just thumped them. Well, they came back home. Uh, you know, playing at oh, home, Bob. They... Bob, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, Bob Morris, he's so mean. Such a well, jerk. They get Purdue, Fort Worth. Uh, they beat them ninety six ninety four in a tight game, and then they beat Cleveland State, which is big because Cleveland State is now tied with Milwaukee, one game back of Youngstown State. So they're still right there but yeah no now the next thing they've got is to be determined for the you know horizon league championship tournament so yeah they'll be the two seed at this point they are a 20 and 10 team but they don't have significant wins outside of the conference really Uh, some of them are just kind of nice wins but nothing nothing emphatic that would really catch their eyes i guess i haven't looked at uh Joe Lenardi or anything like that. Try to see what what the bracketology is on this, but still, I just it just really feels like they're gonna have to. Yeah, what win a racket this. that is, by the way. Good job, Joe Lenardi. He's he's been pretty on. I 
I have to think that he just makes up the bracket and then has a bunch of people go into a room and drink for you know two or three hours <laughs> and watch basketball and then exactly. come out with his bracket. He's like, oh, it's on again, you know. Yeah, Joe Lenardi, good job. I nailed it. Yeah. So him, and, him, and, him and Mel Kuyper, way to make an industry out of nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find what Mel Mel Kuyper, who's wrong 97% of the time. Well, I don't know if it's maybe that high, but it's, I don't know. It's a hard thing to predict because he's trying to predict. You, you, can't, you can't predict out. beyond the top five. It's it's hard. It, it's, yeah. it's exponentially it, to, to pick the 32nd overall pick. What was it? It's, it's oh, like geez. playing uh, pick. It was like playing pick three. Because like, you don't know how the chips are going to fall. Lenardi has the Badgers in a play-in game right now mm-hmm. uh, as an 11 seed against Mississippi State. Oh, don't make me do right. that. Don't give me hope. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just put him in the NIT. We'd, we'd rather have an NIT banner. Yeah, it, yeah. So. yeah. So he's got the last four in, Oklahoma State, USC, Wisconsin, Mississippi State. First four out, Penn State, Utah State, North Carolina, Charleston. Uh, just trying to see where if he's got all the way out or what has he got here. Uh, I mean, those play, those playing games are. It's, I, I thought those were supposed to be reserved for like uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff or Drake. No, or, they want to make sure they don't do that because they don't want automatic seeds into those playing games. They want to make sure it's teams that are somebody who's earned their way into that spot, maybe to try to play in. But they don't. They want to make sure that the automatic bid teams get into the 64 that they don't have to play into the 64 uh from where they are so that's oh I, I didn't mean that like automatic bids i just meant oh. like uh, teams from like smaller conferences like from the missouri valley conference which is a good basketball it's a conference. good basketball conference it's yeah. a very good basketball conference i'm not taking I think shots bradley at, just Miss- won the yeah. missouri valley Right, I'm not taking shots at Missouri, but but like the 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 second place team or the third place team Ooh. from Missouri Conference that made a good run in their tournament, like I thought that's what that was reserved for. Like, I, no, I don't, I don't. Why is a Big Ten team in a play-in game like that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah Joe Lenardi has Youngstown State as a 15 seed with the automatic qualifying game, and he does not have Milwaukee in here. But he has Marquette as a three. As an, and he has Marquette getting the automatic qualifier right now, too. You know what, Joe? You can go to uh, school. Yeah, you could go to school you at Marquette school. if he wanted to. But I wouldn't recommend he do so because uh, I don't think they'll be Putting happy the number him. three means that you won't be accepted. Huh? And your <laughs> parents aren't rich enough. Hmm. Um. Hurtful. <laughs> we can mention UW-Green Bay at this point just to say that they're they're sadder than you remember because they just lost <laughs> the IUPUI. <laughs> We're going to mention UW Green Bay because they're a team. Yeah, they they exist. Uh, but yeah, no, they're go Phoenix. That's that's bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they they lost to IUPUI, which is uh, that's a bad day. You don't want to have that day. Yeah, so, you don't want to use I IUPUI or you don't want to lose to Ooh La La. So there you oh, go. Go Ooh La La. Uh, Ooh La La. Yeah, and they lost to Purdue-Fort Worth. So now Green Bay is tied for last, which puts them in last in the Horizon League right now. They are 3-20 and overall, 2-18 and in conference. 
I so. love that IUPUI is Purdue and there's Purdue Fort Worth. Well, it's Indiana University are they, are, are, are and Purdue say, University. Are they going to start franchising universities? <laughs> well, like there's University of Wisconsin Purdue, Stevens like Point. Purdue at Iowa State. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, you went to a University of Wisconsin, just the one in Superior, right? We're the only state in the entire nation like that, by the way. <laughs> no, because um, it's UNO for University of Nebraska, Omaha. Well, we, University we of Nebraska, no, Kearney, we have no state Kearney. We really have UWs. What's that? We're the only ones that have no, there's no state universities, though. Oh, like there's the Wisconsin State whatever? Yeah, like we, we just all have, they're all part of the UW program. Well, it's like UC Santa Barbara, UC Davis, UC Berkeley. I mean, right. a lot of their public schools in California, University of California, the State University of New York stuff. Yeah, I guess that's that. But they're all but called I mean, State University. I mean, just like Minnesota, they University of Minnesota, UMD and uh, Morris, UW yeah. Morris. Yeah. UW. Otherwise, all the rest are state schools. You know, mm-hmm. Iowa has UW or uh, UI, blah, 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 blah. And then they also have state schools. Yeah. Um, Illinois, like we're the only state that has everybody's a UW school. So I think Nebraska which, does that too. They've got a couple other schools in there. They're well, all they have, they nice. have, they have Shadron State. They have what's the one, other one out there? They have Did they a public have school though. Too. Okay. Huh? All right. I don't know if that was even part of the, the same organization, but yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I'm just I'll saying, have to like, believe you. I can't. I can't say you're wrong. So I'll. I'll believe well, and you I remember too, well, because I had to study this in college too. So when we were in college, like all the UW school, all the Wisconsin public schools fell under the UW system. Hence the reason why now, like even just like down here, in Rock County now it's Rock instead of having two year schools now it's um, UW Rock County or UW Whitewater at Rock County up yeah, in where that. I grew up. It's UW Barron County or uh, UW. UW Eau Claire at Barron County. Yeah. Like there was UW the Marathon Center is now UW Stevens Point in Wausau campus. And and then also too, they also had all the private school system, which involved um like Carthage and Carroll and stuff like that. They also kind of fell into the UW system as well. Mm. Like there was that there was that Wisconsin's really weird with their schools. Like M- Michigan's not like that, Minnesota's not like like yeah, no, there's states like that. Like they have state schools. But, uh, yeah, private schools are separate. Blah blah blah. Whatever. It's but. part of the Wisconsin ideal that the border of the school extends to the borders of the state and beyond. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive, singular goal of creating greater education. So that's the idea. All right. But yet, but yet, when I tried to, <laughs> when I tried to transfer my credits from UW Spear to UW Madison, um, after our deployment the first time, they only took. 10% of them. And so that's really? what I said. Was it a time thing? Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, this doesn't mean anything. Oh, everything I've seen is always transferred. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. I've never had no, one. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I've, I've never seen that before. Most people I've known to transfer, especially if, if they stay inside the system, uh, usually they take everything. No. So, yeah. Now, all my stuff from. I don't know if it was a time thing or what, but normally, yeah, they're pretty good about that. That's too bad. Oh, no. They went, oh, UW Superior? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was like how long it's been from Superior to Madison, but either way, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Another All conversation right. for another day. Anyhow. Absolutely. 
All right. I don't know if we've got much else. I mean, spring training has started, which is fantastic. We'd have Wendy on. Pitchers and catchers have reported, John. Everybody's reported. In fact, we've had games, uh, split squads uh, just yesterday. My parents are down there watching games starting tomorrow, uh, so that should be fun. I, I heard I heard the dulcet tones of uh, Bob Uecker on the AM airwaves, nice. so that's, that always makes me happy. And uh, Wendy's not down there. Friend of the show, Wendy Hanson, not down there. She's uh, her uh, her fiance is you know busy in law school and she's uh, getting ready for her wedding. So we don't have anyone else down there other than my parents at this point. But should be all good and fun to go. We'll call them up. Right. So we had some some good times with that at least. But uh, rolled through all of that and uh, we're just going to wrap up everything else we've got this week. And it should be a little faster because we're down to. A lot of conference championship stuff from all of our, our winter sports. So we'll roll everything else we have into a segment that we lovingly call Our Last Call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. All right. So this week we're going to start the last call talking about hockey. All right. Hockey. <clears throat> yep. And we're going to start with men's D1 hockey. Uh, Wisconsin. They played at number 10 Penn State this week. And Friday, they did what you know teams do when they're not at all ranked and playing number 10 on the road. They lost badly. They were down 6-0, and then Brock Caulfield scored a goal. So they lost 6-1, which is better than 6-0. But yeah, there we go. But they did bounce back Saturday, and they get a 2-1 win. Uh, so Corson Kuhleman's got a power play goal early. Uh, Penn State came back and tied it in the second period. And then Matthew Desenfal comes in with the game-winning goal in the third period. <clears throat> and uh, with that win, uh, the Badgers finish last in the Big Ten. Just last. But th- the one thing, eh, Granado's another one of those guys in that guard room just kind of like, Ugh, maybe something nice could happen to me. That would be cool. <clears throat> but the one thing he's got to hang his hat on a little bit is his recruiting has looked better in the last couple of years than what guards has. Uh, and additionally... Uh, he just had down the stretch a splits with number one Minnesota, number seventeen Michigan State, number ten Penn State. So down the stretch, he's three and three, playing, you know, three straight teams, you know, one seventeen and ten. So it's it's at least something because he's got a bunch of good young freshmen and stuff on this team, and they've rounded better into shape here. They still got smoked by Michigan, which is a terrible thing to point out because Michigan's the next team they're going to play when they start the Big Ten tournament next week. Um, Michigan is the number two team in the Big Ten. Wisconsin's last. Minnesota gets a bye because the Big Ten has seven teams. Because Why not? But it includes Notre Dame, which is always fun. And what I also love is how in lacrosse, the Big Ten conference includes Johns Hopkins, which is always fun to, to point out. Uh, so that's the end of the Badgers season. They will go play Michigan, and that'll be the last two games they play this year. I just, I'm telling you, is they're going to lose. Is there any sport where the Big Ten still has just ten teams? I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. That's a good question. I'm not sure actually right now. Right. Uh, women's hockey has started the WCHA tournament this week. Uh, Badger started off against Minnesota State Mankato. Uh, they went on Friday three nothing. Goals from Kirsten Sims. Caroline Harvey, and then Sarah uh, Wozniewicz. And then they came back on Saturday, and they they were down one nothing, But then Britta Curl, 
then Layla Edwards, then Sarah Wozniewicz, and then Lacey Eden made it 4-1, to one, and the Badgers move on. Uh, Layla Ed- Edwards, actually, this week, uh, with that game-winning goal and uh, goal last week, too, she uh, she became the rookie, I think it was rookie of the week or rookie of the month. I'm sorry if I, I think it might have been month. Um, it's also fun. She's got her sister on the team, too. And I love, I don't well, know, just personally. You said rookie, do you mean freshman? They say rookie, though. WCHA rookie. I don't know why they do it, but it's it is freshman, but they say rookie. Um she's got a sister on the team. What's also fun is um black women hockey players. That's fantastic. I love seeing uh, hockey try to find because having, you know, like the the Badgers had Keandre Miller on their team. Um having more and more African Americans playing the game is good for the game. And if the NHL wanted to grow the game, what they should do is just, just um, other races in general, yeah. Yeah, everybody is. You should say, "Hey, we got to build a ton of cheap uh, arenas, like build good arenas that you could get onto cheaply, and then we'll pay to run them, so you don't have to pay for ice time. We'll take care of ice time. Hey, you want some pads? We can get you pads for a multi-billion. You know, I don't know if they're multi-billion, but they're multi-hundred million dollar, you know, sort of organization. If they want to grow hockey, you got to build a lot more arenas, and you got to do so." In a way where people can get in, because it's expensive to play hockey. Well, you you get it. I mean, it's yeah. expensive because it's made to be expensive. Well, I mean, and it, because it is, it's on ice, and you have to yeah. make a sheet of ice that you can keep into April and June sometimes. Right, and I mean, hence the reason why it's, it's it hangs around the border because that's where it's easier to make ice. But yeah, I mean, you got you got to increase the fan base too. Like, yes. You know, yeah, the fan base I think has been worked somewhat, but it's easier if your kid plays to say, "Hey, let's also go watch it." That's game. what I mean. I mean, yeah. if your kids if your kids are playing the sport, it's it's much easier to grow the fan base. I mean, it's Which is why it's, baseball will never it's, die. It's, 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 <laughs> but it, but but I mean, that's that's the uphill battle hockey has too, and <laughs> as a semi environmentalist, like trying to keep ice sheets in Florida and Arizona is not a sustainable practice. But like that's like you know having um you know trying to grow uh alpine skiing you know it's like yeah. you, you know how you, get, how, you get, how you gonna do that if if it's not a local sport like i don't know but, yeah alpine skiing takes a mountain though so yeah <laughs> that's one of the things it also takes snow but yes. i mean and i mean a sheet of ice and i it, it sheets of ice aren't readily available no. it's gonna stay expensive mm-hmm. like that's what i say you got to be able to get not just an arena, but you have to maintain the sheet of ice. And that's mm-hmm. if they put money into doing that, that would help. Uh, Wisconsin women will now go play Minnesota. So it'll be number six, Wisconsin versus number three, Minnesota in Minnesota. And that'll be next weekend in the WIAC championship tournament. Uh, UW Superior went to Eau Claire, a nice regional rivalry there. Uh, and they lose five to six in overtime on Friday and then three nothing. So Eau Claire moves on. Stevens Point hosted Stout. Stevens Point wins four to two and then five nothing. So number fourteen Eau Claire will be playing number seven Stout uh, in the WIAC championship. Winner goes on to the nationals. Um, I think Point might still have a chance at a wild card bid if they don't get in. I don't think Eau Claire does, but it's going to be at KB Willett, uh, the Madhouse on Minnesota Ave. So. 
St. Norbert season might be entirely over at this point. They were they're now ranked number 16 after their loss when it was number 12 versus number 12 as we talked about last week. Uh, Aurora wins that one four to three. They'll play Adrian in the NCHA championship game at number 16. It's going to be hard to see how St. Norbert's gets into the tournament, but we'll, they'll just have to hold their breath, I guess. Um, women's WIAC river falls beats Northland seven, one, and then nine, one number three river falls now. And then Eau Claire played UW Stevens point. They beat them two, nothing and two, nothing just to make it nice and easy to remember. The score so nice, they did it twice. So now number seven, Eau Claire, will be playing at number three, River Falls. Uh, in terms of NCHA, there were still four uh, Wisconsin teams living in this uh, the tournament here for the NCHA. Concordia went to Lake Forest. They lose. It looks like a 3-3 game and then a 3-6 game. Lawrence plays number five, Adrian. They lose 10-0, but then fought hard the next day and only lost 5-0. Um, Marion went to uh, St. Norbert, and they lose uh, to St. Norbert. St. Norbert wins, we'll say, 7-1 and 3-2. So now St. Norbert uh, is hosting number 15, Aurora, in a semifinal. Winner of that will play the final on the fourth. So there we go. Wrestling, nothing this week. Uh, this, they're getting ready for the Big Ten tournament, which will be this weekend. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but softball started off two and six just because we have the time. And then they went on a 4-0 run this weekend. They beat Boston College 6-0. Then they played two against North Carolina. They win 4-2 and 5-4. And then a 3-2 win over Villanova. So UW softball back up to 6-6. Six and six. Next, they will be playing our two favorite schools in the horizon, UWGB and UEPUE. Or IUPUI, just because it's fun to say. All right, I I find this fun too, just because. Where where are they playing them? Uh, if, if they're playing at home, I believe on those two games. Um, softball. Yeah, softball games. So yeah, it's just women's softball there. Um, where where is the indoor softball arena? There's no indoor softball. Well, maybe they're playing down elsewhere. I don't know, but they're like, how, where, where are they playing then? I'd have to look that up. Is this like in the going. Maui Invitational or something like that? <laughs> they they were like, actually you're talking about softball, and I'm like, it, it's been warm the last couple of days down here, but it hasn't been that warm. That's true. They were playing in a, I guess like a, it's not really a tournament, but yeah, more like a Maui Invitational uh, type of thing. I forget where they were over the weekend, but they they ended up playing playing them twice so let's see where their exact location will be for this game just so sorry, we have sorry. The... i wasn't trying to call you out there but it no. was like you're talking about softball i'm like hold on a second like i was i was like i was thinking in my head i was like it'd be much easier to have an indoor softball stadium yeah so they're playing andy moore field in bloomington indiana over the next weekend here so they got one two three four five games there so they have green bay IUPUI, two games against Purdue, Fort Wayne, and then Indiana University. So a whole slew of Indiana schools and two Green Bay schools, and that's what they're going to have there. What was the name of the stadium? It's Andy Moore, M-O-H-R, yep, in uh, Bloomington. So that's hosted by IU. All right. Um, One other fun thing, uh, lacrosse season has actually started. And while Wisconsin – the University of Wisconsin doesn't have a team. Marquette does. Marquette is now three and one, actually. 
Uh, they got big wins. They win 20 to 13 over San Diego State University, an 18 to 1 win over Youngstown State, and then a 19 to 13 win over Cincinnati. And then they lost to number three Northwestern, 14 to 21. Um, the other news that we do have, we do have the WIAC basketball tournaments are rounding out for this year. And actually, they, they did finish entirely. So next thing, we'll be moving on to the NCAAs. And um, so in the men's, we talked about last week, uh, lacrosse and Oshkosh had the buys. Lacrosse, uh, well, sorry, we'll start. Oshkosh beat River Falls 69-67. And then there was an upset in the other game as UW-Whitewater beat lacrosse 72-68. to And then after that, again, Whitewater gets the shocking upset. They beat uh, a top 10 type team. They've been, I mean, Oshkosh has been up there top 10, top 15 most of the year. Whitewater beats Oshkosh 92-79. to So UW-Whitewater is the men's basketball conference champion, uh, tournament champion. Uh, then in women's basketball, we actually got a sweep because Whitewater wins there as well. Whitewater was the top seed in this one, so it was not an upset. They beat UW-Oshkosh uh, 65-57. Uh, Stout played Eau Claire. Stout was the number two seed, and they actually get upset by Eau Claire, who came into Menominee and wins 68-67. And then Whitewater played in Whitewater, wins 71-62 over Eau Claire to win both the men's and women's basketball tournament championships for the WIAC. So there we have it. Trying to get as many other things in here because there's a lot of the big sports we talk about. But we like having this last call when we have the time to try to cover a lot of these other sports that, that don't really get covered a lot. But the other thing that, that we like doing is talking about times where we have championships. And the Big Ten men's track and field team just won the Big Ten Indoor Track and Field Championship. They get uh, they had 110 points. Nebraska finished with 101, Iowa with 97. We talked about it last week that uh, Nebraska and Iowa were the two teams that you really had to contend with who are ranked nationally. It's their first Big Ten championship since 2014. Uh, big uh, ones here, uh, Adam Spencer wins the mile, running a 413.03. Uh, Eric, en- or pardon me, Colin Enns places eighth in the 400 meters. Lawrence Johnson wins the 60 meters at 6.61. Abdullahi Hassan places fifth in the 500, pardon me, the 800 meters. Jeez fifth in the 800 uh shot put they get two placing uh here they got andrew stone which is a great shot putter name placing fourth 61 feet one and one half inches and then jason suarez places ninth 200 meters we have lawrence johnson placing seventh running 21.29 and then four badgers placed in the 300 or part of the 3000 meter the 3000 meter placed four badgers which is what jumped Wisconsin uh, up into the lead that they never surrendered. So Jackson Sharp wins the 3,000 meter running a, f- a 751.53. Bob Liking finishes third, 751.82. Very close group at the end. Rowan Ellenberg finishes fifth, and Evan Bishop finishes sixth. All of them sub eight minute 3,000 meters. Uh, triple jump, we have a 12th place finish as well for Justin uh, Kleffel. Uh, the Badgers place 10th in the 4x4. Four four. They get first, they get 2nd and 7th out of the heptathlon, which would be Cade, 
Amborn, who set a personal record, and Quinn Lancel finishing seventh. So fantastic to see the Badgers go out there and get a uh, Big Ten championship indoor. They'll move on to the outdoor season. Well, I think they'll do the championships, then the outdoor championships after that and start moving into their outdoor season. Uh, the Badger women play seventh in the Big Ten uh out, uh, indoor championships, they're finished with 57 points. Michigan wins with 109. Uh, big ones they have here is the mile. Madison Mooney wins or places six in the mile. Kylie Robbins places fourth in the 60. Destiny Hooven places uh, sixth in the 60 meter hurdles. Danielle Belling or Bellino, pardon me, Daniel Bellino finishes uh, sixth in the 800 meters. And then again, the Badgers place four in the 3,000 meter. Uh, Shay Ruley places eighth. Samantha Steve places 13th. Danielle Aurier places 16th. Lucinda Crouch places 18th. And then two placing in the shot again. Josie Schaefer and Danny Langseth. So there we go. And that should round out everything we've got here. Aaron, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we wrapped up for the week? Oh, no, I was just, I didn't realize that any more stadium is an outdoor stadium at uh, Indiana in Bloomington. It's yeah. Indiana State. Now we've learned. Indiana, Indiana. Indiana. Just, but yeah, IU. Yeah, IU, it's an outdoor stadium, huh. and their weather's that much better. <laughs> it is. It it was raining, yeah. but not freezing rain if you just get f- as far enough south as Peoria. So, yeah, that's right. the way it goes. Right. No, it, it's like their high was 71. So, yeah, yeah, there's something about the Peoria line, but. Yeah, don't worry. The Peoria line is going to be the uh, Stevens Point line here in about 10 years. So, anyways. <laughs> it All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports. Uh, wherever you are across the state, across the country, and around the world, we thank you for having us with you again for this week. Uh, remember to follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow uh, us. You can follow me specifically at Not So Humble Host. You can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.